0: Come check out the community and join the fun at www.kinkquest.org. Really? <laughs> telling them to check out the community right. when there's no fun it's going on. All dead. <laughs> it's all quiet. Yeah. It's not dead, it's sleeping.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: This is like when you tell the kid, No, no, that deer that we hit with the car isn't it dead. It went was sleeping. upstate
1: somewhere. Sleeping. Right. It's just
0: sleeping. This is Kink Quest, leveling up our kink achievements one dungeon at a time. We're your adventuring companions through the world of kink, Anna, and Soren Sterling. You can come check out the community. You can come check out the community and help us bring it back to life, because it is very quiet there right now. It is very quiet.
1: Needs a reimagining.
0: But it does still exist at www.kinkquest.org. Discussion on this show may not be appropriate for younger listeners. If you're a young person looking for more information about kink or sexual health, please visit Scarletine at www.scarletine.com. This is episode 12, and we're going to be talking about topping from the bottom.
1: Is that what it is?
0: I don't think it is, but that's what's got a question mark. <laughs> topping from the bottom? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Mm-hmm. So we've been gone again for a long time. There's
1: a trend here.
0: We're, we're really bad at podcasting regularly, but we're going to talk in this episode about some plans we have to try to make ourselves do it more often.
1: See what we can do.
0: The community needs love it needs love. But you know what? People can listen to this later when the community is like beautiful and thriving and doing really well and be like, "Wow, look at that."
1: <laughs> Just, but and in truth, I feel like the whole website needs like a whole revamp anyway.
0: It does, mm. but I think weekly podcasting is a good way to kind of get ourselves back into that sure. headspace mm-hmm. and try to do that. Yeah. Because that's actually a little bit of what I think we're talking about today is trying to find that headspace. Mm-hmm. Like we reached a point in our career, our business that we run, where things started to get a lot better. <laughs> and that's a good thing. But ultimately what it means is that work has just been all that we've been doing. It takes a lot. It takes everything that we have just to get through what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing left. But it's a new year. And I I really miss the podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is new I'm actually hearing from other people that mm-hmm. they want us to do more of the podcast. So it's easy to feel like we're kind of screaming into the void, but we're hearing from people who are listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and want more.
1: What's wrong with that? Not a thing. So <laughs>
0: You're sus. I can tell.
1: <laughs> always sus. So today we're talking about topping from the bottom.
0: <laughs> well, it's we're not really talking about topping from the bottom. We're talking about... Uh, kind of a process that we've been going through recently, where our dynamic kind of stopped fitting as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess New Year's. You talk about like when you go and you put the pants on and you right. realize they don't close anymore. Yeah. That's kind of the phase that I've been going through, where with, with my pants, but also, <laughs> but also with uh, the way that the way that we were put together with DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had kind of a well. We went from like. Uh, kind of a bunny role mm-hmm. and there was kind of a what we we called it baby girl. I feel like it was less of a little and more mm-hmm. of like I I'm not really sure what that was, but we had that role. It was fun. It was fun. Uh but it just didn't feel like it fit anymore. And I think again like work ramping up was a big part of that mm-hmm. because my role at work is very much not a submissive role. Mm-hmm. And the more that I spend all my time, you would think that being in that kind of dominant role at work would lead to me feeling more submissive in my home time. But it just started to not quite fit. But I knew that I wasn't the dominant Mm -hmm. between us. I knew that I was not looking to take that role on. And I didn't really know where that left us. And for a long time, it felt like maybe that meant DS just wasn't going to be a thing for us anymore. But, like, that didn't feel right either. I didn't Mm -hmm. like that because... DS is really fun. <laughs> so well, do, you, do you feel like you felt any of that from me?
1: Uh, uh, well, I felt like there was a lot of kind of recentering or reexamining. And um, I think that, that we just had a lot of expenditure in terms of work and life and kids and all that good stuff. Yeah. So that it left very little um, for, for contemplation.
0: Yeah, that has actually been another big part, I think, of uh, our time and energy that we haven't had for the podcast is that no one tells you that when your kid actually moves out of the house Mm -hmm. you go back to like needing to pay attention to them like they're five again for a minute right (laughs) i feel like we're we're shifting back out of that but it took a lot of energy Mm -hmm. uh, to get through that so some things we've been doing things even though we haven't been podcasting about them and we're going to be talking next week because Hopefully, we're going to podcast again next week.
1: That's the plan.
0: uh, About uh, the protocol game that we've been playing, Mm -hmm. which has been a lot of fun, and I'm hoping to change up and make even more fun. But while we've been playing that, we've kind of come up with some new things in our dynamic.
1: And Anna and I have always tried to use gameplay uh, to, to explore or, or try out different dynamics in a relationship and try to bring those into functional pieces of life in order to uh, maybe lighten the load of some more mundane tasks.
0: Yep, absolutely. I, I
1: don't think that's abnormal at all.
0: Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we, we had decided late last year that uh, Soren was going to help me with my with my nutrition plan. I like to call it a nutrition plan mm-hmm. instead of a diet because diet has so many connotations. But uh, there is a, a way of eating that I've been doing for a little while, but I had kind of fallen off mm-hmm. that was really good for my health and I wanted to get back to and I needed some help. And we called the plan the yes but plan. Yeah, yes but. Which there's a little bit of a kind of a dad joke pun going on mm-hmm. there. So the plan was... That we talked in episode 10, Visit to Anal
1: Islet, islet, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: about the fact that that is is something that really unlocks dominant feelings for Soren, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of Soren's favorite thing is, well, one of Soren's favorite things is anal. Uh, And it's something that I struggle with and kind of hesitate to do a lot. Even though I like it, it's like it, it takes, I have to really focus to get into the right mindset for it. So we decided... That if I wanted to stray from my chosen nutrition plan, mm-hmm. I could basically do that, but then I would do anal in order to kind of pay for it. And
1: so kind of the decision-making process of of permission in terms of what you were allowed to eat was there'd be certain things where like, yes, of course you can have that.
0: Yep. Yes, absolutely.
1: And there'd be a no, that's... Off the off the grid.
0: That is just not good for you and you can't have it.
1: Or there's the place in the middle where it's yes, but. So mm-hmm. it's these are the gray areas of uh, nutritional health mm-hmm. uh, that would maybe be more of a, a stretch, let's say.
0: So it worked great in the beginning. <laughs> more of a stretch, you and the anal puns. So then
1: uh, <laughs> the plan was, well, yes, you can have it, but that means that, that you... Trade that for anal. Mm-hmm.
0: So then it worked really well in the beginning because I'd look at that cookie and go think about kind of the time and energy and effort that was going to go into doing anal that night and go, eh, no, probably, I probably
1: probably not worth the cookie.
0: I can pass on the mm-hmm. cookie, but <laughs> very quickly what Soren discovered is that if he took me to dinner mm-hmm. at a place I really liked, it was pretty easy. You know, going to my favorite steakhouse, it's pretty easy to make that into a situation where that would be worth...
1: Yeah, something you know. that's worth it.
0: And and where we really got into trouble is that we would go out, we would have a couple of drinks, and then we would decide that we were going to go to dinner and then do anal, mm-hmm. which the couple of drinks kind of helped make anal sound like a better <laughs> like, idea. Oh, yeah.
1: That's, no that's problem there. That'd be great. No problem.
0: So what turned out to happen was that that was kind of all Soren did from the point that we that we figured that out through the time that we finally put the yes but plan to bed mm-hmm. was encourage me to break my diet mm-hmm. because that meant
1: well at, or even just putting options out there like uh, enticements
0: <laughs> you encouraged it <laughs> you encouraged it you'd say i'll take you to dinner right now i'll drop everything and take <laughs> you wherever you want to go and i would go anywhere
1: we're simple creatures <laughs>
0: So the, the point of this story is we learned a really important thing because we built the game to motivate me to make different decisions. Mm -hmm. But what the game did was motivate you to make different decisions Mm -hmm. because of course it did because the dominant in the situation is just as much a human being Mm -hmm. as the sub. And in fact, it's not really me that we need to motivate Because you're the one telling me no. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're there to tell me no, it doesn't really matter what I think I want to do. And so we were kind of talking about that plan and why it went poorly Mm -hmm. and what happened. And I'm kind of puzzling through it. And I say, well, it seems almost like if I do the (laughs) diet all week, then I do anal. And then I laughed and I was like, no, no, that's all backwards. that's a crazy idea. That's all backwards. But the truth is that's exactly what we needed to do because we need the reward to be pointed at you Mm -hmm. and not at me. So i had been talking a lot on my Discord server or Hangout uh, about what it was I did want, like what kind of DS I was looking for. And I was thinking a lot about our relationship at work Mm -hmm. where sometimes I kind of fall more into the background and take more of a submissive role. Other times I have actually a very dominant role. Uh, And I also thought, so it's funny we were having the conversation about, I always read these kind of pulpy DS fiction books, like think 50 shades of gray, but like, I don't know, half a step better (laughs) half a step. At least I try, I try. And, there there's often kind of a trope in those where the dom has a person that they can call like Mm a, a more experienced dom that they can call and say, here's what I'm going through. What do I do? And then the experienced dom says, ah, I've been there before. Let me tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. And you, I think would be fantastic in that role. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of baby doms who could call you up for advice and you would have a lot to, to share, but I always wanted you to have someone that you could call. And kind of the thing that suddenly struck me is that I think really, mostly, unless we're talking about like very specific, like work stuff, like you might call like a lawyer Mm -hmm. to tell you something about how the law works in this state. But generally speaking, if you're looking for advice, like life advice or what to do, career advice, you come to me. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm your sounding board. I am your person that you come to for advice. So I think that's part of what was kind of out of balance and out of skew about this idea of like, I'm always submissive to you is that you kind of lose, almost lose access to that, that sounding board.
1: Yeah. Well, and half of myself.
0: (laughs) Oh, so I think that that kind of took us around to this weird conversation where I'm the one who knows how to build the game. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who knows how you work and how to motivate you. (laughs) So we have big plans for how our DS is gonna work and then work hits us and Mm -hmm. parenting hits us and life hits us and you get tired and you stop doing it. And meanwhile, I have big plans for how I'm gonna stick to my nutrition plan and work hits me and life hits me and I stop doing it. Mm -hmm. And what I need when I stop doing it is you to be my dominant and hold me to it but when you stop being my dominant then we both kind of fall off the rails Mm -hmm. and the interesting idea is that what if i'm the force that causes you to continue being my dominant Mm -hmm. and so anal had been something that was on the table as kind of a like at any time that you wanted to you could compel it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you didn't very often because it was important to you that i really wanted to be there when we were there but That was kind of, you used that as a threat sometimes. You'd say, you know, if you're not going to toe the line, Mm -hmm. anal's on the table. And I'd go, yes, Daddy. (laughs) Yes, sir. I'll be good. I'll be good. So I think the idea of kind of taking that back, because that's the reward. So right now, we have been for two weeks doing the plan where if you hold me to all of my goals, my whole checklist of nutritional goals all week long then at the end of the week, we do anal. If I just decided that you really like that and I want to just give it to you three times a week, I think it would change the motivation that you have Mm -hmm. to stick to the plan. You stick to this plan. Like, I have never seen you stick to (laughs) the plan. (laughs) And and I, uh, there were some chocolates left on the counter from Christmas break. And I said, oh, well, surely you could just let me finish these up. Mm -hmm. It's not a thing. And you laughed like a true sadist (laughs) and said, I have no interest in giving
1: you those chocolates. Not going to happen.
0: Because anal's on the line. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really interesting kind of, uh, it's like the snake eating its own tail. Mm -hmm. Like that I'm holding that reward over your head. And there was one night when you said, oh, we could maybe do it like, 2 days early, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing so good. Why not? I'm keeping you to everything I'm supposed to. It's mm-hmm. only 2 days left. Maybe we could do it early. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have no intention <laughs> of giving that to you early. And I think that there is a there is a yin and yang, there is a balance to that that is super interesting to me. So it's very early in the process of doing that. So, you know, again, the episode title topping from the bottom mm-hmm. question mark and that's not it, but we almost said what We said this morning, it's like, in a, in a business sense, if I'm the executive, and then I said that makes you a middle manager dom, right and then I'm the frontline employee sub, which is a really weird setup, but it seems to be working.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what are, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, well, I think that the, when you say the words out loud, I need to stick to my diet all week. Mm -hmm. So I need to stick to my nutrition plan all week Mm -hmm. so that I can get fucked in the ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you say those words out loud and you hear yourself say them, it sounds like a a strange prospect. It is. I think that when you actually put all the pieces together and it works, I think that 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 is kind of the, the magic that... That you're looking for.
0: Well, and it's interesting because what it's doing is it's drawing on our strengths, mm. right? Because the truth is I'm actually, and this is something that we know from work, I'm actually very good at building an executive plan. Mm-hmm. And, and for myself too, like all the time when I make these goals for myself, I'm very good at knowing what I want, knowing what I'm going to have to do to get there and, and being willing to commit to that. It's the day to day. It's mm-hmm. the grind that gets me. It's the, you know, I'm doing great, I'm keeping to it, and then like six things go wrong in a day, Uh, someone at work says something horrible to me, I come home, and both of my kids' lives are on fire, and all I want to do is just eat a fucking cheeseburger and stop thinking about the bigger plan. Yeah. You, meanwhile, are less likely to ever make those big plans. You're Mm -hmm. more likely to just stay the course Mm -hmm. and do what you're doing. But you're very good at keeping the line. You Mm -hmm. can hold the line. But I think a lot of the time when we talked about DS stuff, you had a problem with holding the line because you weren't sure I really still wanted it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you made a plan for me, for my diet, Mm -hmm. and then you held me to it, whether I liked it or not, at some point you would start to have these creeping doubts that Mm are, is this really even what she wants am i doing something to her that just takes from her Mm -hmm. whereas because i build the executive plan and i'm clear all the time every time i tell you no anal until you do your job (laughs) then you know i want it but then in the wednesday night when it's been a long hard day Mm -hmm. and i'm crying for chocolate cake it's easier i think for you to hold that line and i need that i need that kind of that being able to hold the line day after day after day. Mm -hmm. uh, And you need the executive kind of oversight of like, here's the big plan that we're going to hold. And this is really what I want.
1: So um, for a long time with like uh, medical diagnoses and putting labels to things, I think that a lot of the time labels can help us better understand parts of the world and the Mm -hmm. world around us. hundred percent. But for a long time I've said that we are our own hot mess of, of challenges and Mm -hmm. nuances and abilities and disabilities. And uh, we're just who we are and we're a mix and a a kind of a a combined product of all of those different elements. And I think that um, for a long time with labels like sub and dom for me, I think that, that, a lot of the time, I feel like those labels do a disservice to a lot of kind of the, the blended reality that, that life is. I think mm-hmm. that it tries to make something very simplistic. And I, if it works for people, that's fantastic.
0: But the thing that happens...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if, if you and I, you want to get laid, and it's Wednesday night, and you want to fuck mm-hmm. me. And you say, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, guy. We're just friends and this is isn't this great and come on, let's go and let's just let's just go have some fun and bang it out. Then I'm gonna be like, mm, hmm, let's see where my hormones are, yeah. let's see where I'm at. Like maybe, maybe not. Yeah. If you put your hand on my throat mm-hmm. and you tell me that I'm gonna be a good girl and I'm gonna fuck you tonight, mm-hmm. all of a sudden every single part of me is at attention. Mm-hmm. And that's the part of the label that means something to mm-hmm. me. There is an energy flow to the moment that you are being my dom. Mm-hmm. If I am crying because I want chocolate cake and you say, eh, it's really, it's really hard, isn't it? The world's a hard place. I, I don't know. I mean, do it. Don't do it. That's up to you. It's your choice. Now, you sound like Morty. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is the uh, extreme
1: version of it. Uh. Then
0: it's just, it's no easier for me. It's hard for me. When you say... I have no interest in giving you that chocolate cake you 're not getting it you 're going to be a good girl here 's your salad it's easier for me. Mm. so there are a lot of ways I think that that dynamic serves me regardless of label it mm. It serves me to to have that that direction and what's more, you know talk about are you a dom, are you a sub that wouldn't work for you. Mm. You don't work that way. You don't, I don't believe, you don't want someone to tell you what to do. And in fact, in the world, when people tell you what to do, you tend to start immediately looking for ways to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that there is something to it.
1: Sure. But I feel like uh, there are many more pieces involved that, that make that discussion more confounding Mm -hmm. as opposed to just simple label.
0: It's very complicated. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that's why, like, you know, it's it's kind of a joke, the idea of it being topping from the bottom, because Mm -hmm. topping from the bottom, historically, like, when people say that, it's when I'm trying to kind of cut your legs out from under you or make you feel like you're not really my dom and Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what to do. But the truth is that I think... In in most of these dynamics, when it really works, and especially when you live together, I think mm-hmm. it's much easier to keep things very kind of simplistic. Mm-hmm. Like you're the dom, I'm the sub. Mm-hmm. You say jump, I say how high. When when our relationship lives in those boundaries, you know, I see a lot of people who they have a dominant. And they see their dominant once Mm -hmm. a week, and they spend two hours together. More scene based. I mean, that's
1: what it is. Very,
0: yeah. It's very easy to keep those lines very clean. I Mm -hmm. think when like you just seen with someone. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you live together and you run a business together and you raise kids together and you clean house together, Mm -hmm. or you know, (laughs) as right now, like don't necessarily keep up with your housework together. Yeah. Then I think that everything gets really blurry. Obviously, we have been terrible at keeping up with the podcast, but for two weeks now... I,
1: I like to think of it as we've been very good at not doing the podcast.
0: I could see that. That's yeah. one way. Or how about this? We've been very good at gathering data oh. so that we'd have more to say.
1: Well, we do have a, a tremendous outline of episodes. We
0: do. So part of the challenge, part of the reason we have not been podcasting is not just not finding the time for it, but that we would sit down and we realized that we had kind of a lot of uh, disconnect about Mm -hmm. what to talk about on the podcast. Soren felt very much like we needed to have something that was like very easy to interact with. Like we needed to have good information about how to do a thing. Whereas to me,
1: a value add,
0: a value add, we had to give you something you could take and put to work in Mm -hmm. your life. That's right. (laughs) To take a card from our work. Mm. So for me, it felt like so many of the podcasts that I listen to and enjoy, it's just like getting to have a conversation with someone and kind of see one slice of reality. How does DS look like? How does DS look in your life? How does it look in your dynamic? Uh, And so that's kind of what I always saw is I wanted to talk about theory. I wanted to talk about what does DS do for us? How does it work for us? Soren wanted episodes that were adventure episodes, wanted to basically do a new thing that pushed our boundaries and pushed our limits every single week Mm -hmm. and report back on how it went. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I tried to do that, it, was a little bit exhausting. Like, if we were off work, mm-hmm. if we had just nothing to do On with vacation. this podcast, yep. I could do adventures every week. Yeah, But in the real world, with all of the things calling us, that got really hard. So I put together a schedule that combines uh, what we're calling kink theory episodes. This is a kink theory episode where we're talking about something kind of conceptual mm-hmm. and deep. Adventure episodes.
1: Those are your favorite. Where we're actually doing something. Where we actually
0: go do a kinky
1: thing. We're sharing some experience.
0: And report back. Uh, Project episodes, because one of our New Year's kind of resolutions is to do more fun, kinky projects Mm -hmm. where we build things or work on things. So the next one we'll be talking about, that's actually in two weeks, is uh, we made our own whipped lube product. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about how we made it and how it went and what we experienced. So those are the project episodes. And then also review episodes where we talk about a book we read, a kinky movie we watched, a porn. video game. uh, Yeah, adult video games because we've been having a lot of fun with those uh, where we talk about that stuff. So we feel like maybe setting that up with those different categories will help it not get exhausting in any one direction. But also uh, going back to the idea that I built the plan for how we're going to implement the diet thing, the Mm -hmm. nutrition plan thing, and you execute it. Mm -hmm. So the hope is we're going to add podcasting to that list of things. So any week in which we don't record a podcast, Mm -hmm. the anal doesn't happen. And I am going to plan the episodes out. Here's what we're supposed to do this week. Here's what we're supposed to do next week. And Soren is going to see to it that that stuff gets executed mm-hmm. or lose his shiny anal.
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> shiny anal. I don't know that, I, I've never heard those two words together. Is that before. an achievement unlocked? I think so.
0: Shiny anal? Shiny anal. Shiny anal. I, I think shiny anal goes well together for me because I always think of like the jeweled butt plugs. Mm. Like I don't ever wear mine anymore, but I really like the jeweled butt plugs, mm-hmm. they're so pretty. <laughs> So now we have an achievement for the episode. There we go. So the hope is that we will use this kind of same, what, I'm going to call it Ouroboros theory. Ooh. (laughs) You like that? (laughs) So I'm going to use that same kind of idea where I take all the things I want to see happening in our life, build them into upcoming podcast episodes, Mm -hmm. and then you have to see to it that we do the things. Oh, another good one? I actually threatened my first punishment. Because I came up with a podcast episode where we're going to either review <laughs> either review one of my favorite kind of pulpy, bad DS books, which we'll have to read together in time for that episode to be able to review it. Or if we don't read the book, then we have to watch Fifty Shades of Grey again.
1: And review that.
0: And review that. So you guys will get to find out in real time if Soren actually did the thing. That's right. And read the book with me, or you'll Oof. all have to be subjected to 20 minutes of 50 shades of gray.: No conversation. one wants: that. No one wants that.: That's why I'm so proud. It's like a punishment. I love it. So that's what we're up to. So we are going to be talking next week about the protocol game. Mm-hmm. and with how Sex
1: Smith Sinclair
0: sexsmith sinclair's Mm -hmm. protocol game which we bought the cards and they are excellent
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we'll talk about what we did with it last year and how it went and how we're planning to use our ouroboros theory to uh, make it even cooler this year there it is there it is one down yeah so we're back uh please don't hesitate if you listen to this Get in touch with us either on Twitter, on the website, on the Discord. Get in touch with us and let us know that you're listening because that really helps motivate us to keep making episodes when we know that there are people on the line who actually care if we ever make another episode.
1: Echo, echo, echo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how do we end this thing? I forget. Uh, I think we say, see you on the next level.
1: See you on the next level.
0: (laughs) Uh, what did we level up in this episode, other than shiny anal, which was a well, level up, that's yeah, an achievement that unlocked. Was an
1: achievement unlocked.
0: But, I mean, I feel like we definitely, we got DS levels, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, well, We got
0: Ouroboros levels. You got
1: anal levels, for sure.
0: Did I get anal levels? Yes.
1: Last week. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's noteworthy.
0: <laughs> Any, anything to, to elaborate on that, or just, just got levels?
1: Uh, I I uh, left you a little bit more sore than I usually do. It's true. Yeah,
0: it's true. But I was enthusiastic.
1: Very enthusiastic.
0: <laughs> Feel like if if like you're gonna work all week in order to earn this reward, mm-hmm. then I need to I need to you know turn out a show.
1: It was good. It was a good show. <laughs>
0: it was a good show.
1: So I got a levels. It was worth it.
0: I. Got, it was worth it. It was worth it. You had to tell me no a lot too. I did. You're a big fan of telling me no, really. I'm not really. good at
1: telling you no. For
0: a sadist, you really hate telling me no.
1: I do. Well, depends on the thing.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we got DS levels. We got Ouroboros levels. We got Danal levels. Is that
1: it? I think that's it. Pretty good. Not too bad.
0: All right.